to speak to your people, God. Lord, I give myself away so that you can use me. Holy Spirit, fill this body. Pour out this vessel to your people so that we will be strengthened, that we will be encouraged, that we will be comforted and called back to you, God. In your word we pray. Amen. 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 Look to your neighbor. Help me introduce the title and tell them true power. All right. Look to your other neighbor and tell them the same thing. True power. Now I want you just to look up and look like you're looking to God and say true power. How many here want true power? If you can join with me to John, the 15th chapter. Uh, trying something a little bit new today. Did everybody get a handout? No, the usher didn't, didn't read my note. It was on top of the bulletins. If you can, please. Everything subject changed by the Holy Spirit. I changed up. I didn't have this folded up to be in there. But as they get their hand up, you can turn to John, the 15th chapter. John, the 15th chapter. We'll be starting at verse 1. When you get there, say amen. Those who are still traveling, say hold on. I will hold on. And as we are traveling to the John, the 15th chapter, let's, let's look what happens beforehand. You don't have to turn there. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Jesus is with his disciples. He's eaten the Last Supper. I just want to draw to your attention. One disciple is missing. I'll give you a good guess to figure out who that is. And if you... Think long and hard and we might come to the conclusion that is Judas. Uh, Judas has already been taken over by the devil to go to betray Jesus. But I know we are always hard on Judas. But if you're hard on Judas, then you should be hard on yourself. Because how many times have you been walking with Jesus saying you know his teachings, but you run and do other things? I have somebody that's not ashamed to admit that's them. I have somebody that's not ashamed to admit that's them. Once we get past our pride, we realize that, Lord, I've many times shunned you and not stayed with you. But as we turn to John, the 15th chapter, and everybody's getting their hand out, uh, hopefully you can follow along with me. You can fill that out, and you will have you something you can hang up to remember this by and go over again. Because I want to talk about how we can have true power. Power comes from different sources. A lot of people are now doing wind generators, solar power, 
And these scientists are taking natural energy and, and, or sorry, natural sources and are converting it into energy. The sun yearly delivers more than 10,000 times the energy that humans currently use. The sun yearly delivers more than 10,000 times the energy that humans currently use. The great power of the sun is is quiet, but it is strong. That quiet power of the sun can power a power plant. That sun can take, can really energize a city when they put the science together. So when you look at how they are using the sun, they're making solar power cars to run by sunlight. So if you look at how powerful the sun is and how its source can be converted into energy, can I direct your attention beyond the S-U-N and look at the S-O-N? The one who created the S-U-N, the sun. And can you understand how he too is telling you, you can call on me and I can convert everything into power. Y'all with me? Just look at this power, how we can attain it. How can we grasp it? How can we receive it? And Jesus truly just simply says this in New Living Translation says, I am the true grapevine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch that withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. Praise God for his word. I want you to see what Jesus says. He says you. When you're speaking to them, says you that remain, one was missing. Send that one over somebody, I'll slow it down. He said, You to the one that remained, one was missing. So he already knew you are abiding in me. Mm, let me help somebody out. Can you stand up for Minister Moore, please? Can you stand up with me, Minister Moore? All right. Stand stand right next to me. Minister Moore is with me. He remained with me. Somebody else is not with Jesus right now. He did not remain with him. He left. But he's right here. If I come over here and Ed does not come, then he did not remain with me. 
The twelve sat down together. One got up and left. The remaining eleven stayed with Jesus. Thank you. So catch this. Twofold he's talking about. You are with me now. You're purified. You're covered. You're understanding. You're grasping my teachings. I want you to look at this. Jesus letting you know the true power comes from the true vine. The true vine equals Jesus. Simple enough. The Bible says it right there. I'm so glad the Bible is so clear and specific. It doesn't make it hard to understand. The true vine is Jesus. The gardener or the husbandman, the vine dresser, is the father. The branch is me. Say, I'm the branch. So if you are the branch, what can you do away from the vine? Nothing. So away from the vine, you have no power, you have no fruit, you have no value. Just going to let that sit for a moment. So away from Jesus, what do you have? Are you really, really desperate for him? That you seek after him with your whole heart. To say, Lord, I will forsake everything to truly come after you. That, Lord, really, when I read that psalm, I, it really is better to be with you with, with, in one day than a thousand elsewhere. Or one thing I desire and that that I seek after to dwell in your temple and for you to hide me in your tabernacle. You, 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 you said, Lord, your face seek. And I said, Lord, my, my, your face I do see. Can you say that truly or is there something blocking you from being fruitful? Because there are things that block us because what does happen is he says the gardener, his father, will cut off the branches. Those branches are unbelievers. That's not concerning you. But you who are saints, he'll prune so that you can bear more fruit. Because he did not say for you just to bear fruit, but to bear much fruit. Uh, He wants you to have abundance and above and beyond. So first, I want to point out to you that the vine is the source. The vine is the source. The source of what? He is where all the power comes from. He is the one that gives you the energy that you need. He is the one that makes it possible for you to even bear fruit. The branch does not produce fruit. The branch does not produce fruit. I say it again. The branch does not produce fruit. The branch just holds what's given to it. I say that again. Somebody's looking at me. Like, what do you mean? The branch just holds what's given to it. The branch just bears the fruit. It carries the fruit. So therefore, the branch has nothing but what is given to it. Jesus is letting us know that I want what's best for you. I am your source. But yet, many times in our lives, when we are unfruitful in the kingdom of God, and we are fruitful in this world, we let the world become our source. Jesus letting you know that I want you to be dead to this world. I want you to be dead in those sense. You, you are in this world, but not 
of this world. So when he's talking about fruit, he's not saying you won't have a good job, you might, you might not have a happy marriage, but yet when you do not know Jesus, you won't see fruit in the kingdom of God. What does fruit in the kingdom of God look like? It looks like this. You can be poor and on your last dime, but you can smile. Because you know greater is your reward in heaven than here on earth. Uh, let me go a little bit further. You can be in a hospital with a bad report, but you can greet people when they come in and say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Why? Because I realize that my fruit does not come what I can gain in this world, but my fruit is what I give back to God. But in this world, we live in a materialistic world that we want fruit to be seen on lists and who's number one, who has a title, who's in this place. But Jesus already told us that if you want to be great, you got to be last. And so he's saying that I, I, I want you to look here, look here, as he's the source, Jesus as the source, he's the source, he's, he's, he's the source where your supply comes from. He's the source where your supply comes from. Secondly, I want to point to you, the divine is the supplier. He supplies. Do you, do you go to an apple tree and talk to the apples and say you're supposed to come out a peach? You go to an apple tree, it's going to produce apples. You plant a peach tree for it to produce Peaches. Look, look here, look here. Jesus wants people to look at your fruit and see what's in you. Because what's in you will come help me out. And so when you have the love of Jesus in you, when people get on your last nerves, and you ready to tell them everything but the Bible. But God will remind you that you're supposed to bear much when you'll come out, bless you. Because your, your, your flesh will be suppressed and the spirit will be filled within you. And you'll have that power to say, Lord, no longer do I want to act that way, but I want to be this way. Do you see how the transformation happens? You see how we, we are sinners, but yet when we call on the name of Jesus, a name change happens. I went from being a sinner to being a saint. Somebody's with me. Let's say that together. I went from being a sinner to being a... Oh, somebody don't want to be a saint. That's all right. I'm not going to say that again. It's up to you to, to walk in that. Because he's delivered me. And since he's delivered me, I'm no longer walking in sin, living in sin, but walking by his grace. And when I walk by his grace, then my mind reminds me, yes, I can go back to those things. And yes, my flesh might enjoy it. But then my heart cries out, says, Lord, I'd rather be with you. Because I get that song in my spirit every time I feel the spirit. In my heart, I will pray. Because when I'm praying, it's kind of hard for me to be lustful. Come on, somebody.
When I'm praying, it's hard for me to curse somebody out. Come on, somebody. When I truly tap in the power of Jesus, I can hold my tongue and be peaceful and let God have his way with me. But yet it points out to us that as the supplier, he wants good food. He wants good fruit. If you're not producing fruit, he will prune you so that you can produce fruit. Anybody here has flowers or a garden, you recognize right when you see dead leaves, you prune off those dead leaves because why you want uh, the source to be supplying to that dead part when it could be going up further. Y'all got that one. You see, so the, 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 the gardener realizes, look, you're too low here. Bow. You're not doing anything so that it can go up higher and go up higher. Look how the, the plants grow. They grow towards the, y'all with me? Are you growing towards the sun? The Bible says, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh unto you. Are you growing towards the sun? Every time you go to your job, you don't forget Jesus. Jesus, come with me up in this place. Jesus, you set this place ablaze. God, give me peace. Give me joy while I'm up in here. Yes, customers come up here and get on my last nerves. But God, I am asking you to calm me down. Because I give it to you. And then when that happens, it's amazing how you can smile when people are cursing you out. Some of you might not have arrived there yet, but you can get there because the power's there. It, it got to me fully when I started working at my job. And uh, y'all know my job, what I used to do. People come up in the building all with attitudes, upset, cursing me out. And I smile with them, politely let them know, sorry, you just don't have what's, what's required. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, these are the, the, these are the laws. I, I can't, I, I don't make them up. I have to enforce them. I, I just can't help you. You know, F you, F you, F you, F you, your mama, this, that, all that. The government don't care about me, you, this. And I'm like, all right, bless you. I can't help you. I have to take the next cut. Who's next? <laughs> they come up to me. I smile with them and say, hey, how can I help you? And they say, Say, how you deal with it? You doing all right? So I go home happy every day. I'm like, how's that? Because it's not, it's not my fault. I give it to God. Because I realize that I don't have to attack somebody to prove my point. God will take care of it. Too many times we want to tell somebody what to do and where to go. And you haven't listened to God when he told you what to do and where to go. We are so quick to project on somebody else. And now reflect on ourselves. And so the husband minister said, let me cut you. Let me cut you. Let me cut you. Because you got some stuff you need to let go. You need to have some stuff you need to let go. And the problem is that uh, as we become saints and we love the Lord, stuff does not become as offensive anymore. Things do not become as offensive anymore. Our eyes start looking at things we did not look at the first time we gave our lives to Christ. Our 
ears start listening to the things that we got rid of when we gave our lives to Christ. And I realized that myself. I shared that in the divine experiment that uh, I, I love hip-hop music. And my mom, my family, they can tell you when I, when I got on fire for the Lord in my high school year, I got rid of all of my music. All them CDs was in garbage cans in my room. Some of them went out the garbage can with other people's containers, but I ain't going to name no names. But I threw them all away. I threw them all away. But then, as I kept on walking with God, they crept back in. Because I was going back to the old Sam. Listening to the same things. Where I used to be, who I don't want to be anymore. Because I went back thinking it's okay as long as I stay here, as long as I stay cool, know what the kids are talking about, I can get back up in here. So let me hear what's going on with all these new rappers, all these new little people. They all got little names, you know. But all the new little people and the youngs this, you know, all the juniors, they're all babies now. They're little and they're young. So let me go see who little this and little young is talking about. And then it hit me like, Sam, why? They're not saying anything that's going to build you up. They're not going to have your mind stayed on me. All they have to do is say one verse, and then my mind starts imagining. I got, a, I got a good imagination. And my mind starts imagining what they're talking about. God has gifted me with a, with a very good graphic imagination. I can come up, I can think of stuff, and just come up with stuff on the fly real quick. And so then I'm filling all this stuff up. So then when I'm trying to focus on God, why is my mind distracted? Because I haven't cut it off. So I had to go through my iTunes library and I deleted everything. Everything was gone. As every time I hit the delete button, every time I hit the delete button, God was taking another sniff and another sniff saying, I'm glad you're letting go. I'm glad you're letting go. And then I found my true source. I started listening to all my worship music again and my, my spiritual music again and, and music that's, that's encouraging and uplifting. All of a sudden I'm smiling more. My, my days are a little bit brighter. It's just amazing how when I let this go, I'm just talking about sand, but somebody else here might have got some things you need to clean up in your house. Might be some old movies that you don't watch anymore, but they're still back in the corner. You need to go ahead and just throw them away. Some old music that you used to listen to that you know that if you played in somebody, you'd be embarrassed. You need to go ahead and throw it away. God wants all of you. Not, 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 not a part of it. He wants all of you. He says, if you abide in me, then I will what? Abide in you. Cast the example. He says, just as I abide in my Father. Cast the example. John 17. Lord, I pray that they be one as you and I are one. He wants us to be united. But it's hard for me to be united with my brothers and sisters across when I'm already divided. When my mind is not fully on him, how can I be fully united? Let's two agree, how can they go? And so when I neglect my source and my supplier, I have decided I will go to other things and I'm not having as much fruit in my life as I would like. Some of you are waiting for a breakthrough, waiting for something to happen, but God is waiting for you to let go of what's holding you back. And when we let him work within us, 
when he truly let him be that surgeon and take everything out and then close us up, then we're ready to go. Because if you know anything about surgery, if they don't take everything out, you're going to die of an infection. So you want them to take everything out before they close your back. And I want God to do that with me. Work on my heart, God. And as he's our source, as he's our supply, guess what? He's our sustainer. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the vine. Look at the vine. Look at the vine. The vine produces the branches. The vine produces the branches. And the vine has the source and the nutrients to supply to give out the fruit. And the branches are able to hold the fruit through all kinds of weather. Through stormy days, windy days, cloudy days, dark days. The branch is able to stay up because the vine sustains it. Let me, let me, let me help you out. Some of y'all not catching it. The vine, who is Jesus, the branch, who is us, me, you, he will hold you up through the storms, <laughs> through the windy days, through the cloudy days, through the rough times, through the desert times. He says, just abide in me and I'll abide in you and you will bear much fruit. Do you see that? How he can hold you up. And then he gives you fruit to bear. The fruit does not come from you. It comes from the vine. And many times in our lives that we think we've done something when we see what's before us. And we run off and forget to thank our provider. Many times we use our gifts, our talents to to take advantage of what we want in our lives. But we do not use it to truly glorify him. Because look at here, look at verse 8. It says, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings what? Great glory to my Father. We were made for God's glory. We were made for God's glory. So in other words, if you are being used for something else, you're being abused. And the enemy wants to abuse you because that's not your purpose. Your purpose was to be filled with God's glory. I'm saying that again. Somebody didn't catch that. Your purpose is to be filled with God's glory. You want true power. True power comes from you seeking after him and abiding in him, remaining with him, resting with him, living with him, communing with him. Talking with him. I'm going to close with this. It's Valentine's Day. And you take your Valentine out for a date. And the whole time you don't talk to them. The whole time you don't acknowledge them. The whole time you talk to everybody else that passes by. But you don't talk to the one that's in front of you. How would they feel? But yet we do that with Jesus all the time. We take him with us as a token and we talk to everybody else that passes by. 
but we don't give him our attention. And then we're wondering why we're not having much fruit in our lives. But when I allow all my attention, all of my focus to be on the one who sustains me, then I'm able to do all things. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Y'all catch that. Without Christ, I can do nothing. But with Christ, I can do all things. And then when I'm in Christ, I start getting a little bit bolder and getting a little more excited and start looking at the enemy and letting him know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Why is that? Because I'm standing in the power of God and Here's my, I'm putting on the whole armor of God. Am I talking to somebody here? And as I get bolder, as I get excited, I start feeling like little boy David. That I can run up to my giants and let them know you can't defeat me. You can't beat me because I come in the name of the Lord, the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai, Elohim. He is my God. He is my bright and my morning star. He is a Lord and everlasting Father. My true power comes when I trust on the true vine. Then I'll be a true disciple. And I'll give my God glory. Anybody here want to do that for our God? To give him the glory. To give him the glory. So, Lord, I'm sorry for all that I've done. Lord, I'm sorry for what I made it to be. Lord, I'm sorry for letting other things distract me from producing much fruit. But, Lord, it's all yours now. I give it all to you so I can stand fully in your power. If that's you today, go and just stand in agreement. If that's you today, just stand in agreement. Lord, I'm standing today because I'm standing in your power. I'm standing in your might. I'm letting everything else go. I'm letting everything else go, God. You'll be my source. You'll be my supplier. You'll be my sustainer. I'm no longer going to try to do it all by myself. God, I give it all to you, Lord. Lord, you, you give me the strength to, to make it through the rough times and the tough times, Almighty God. And even through it all, I can still uh, bear fruit. Lord, you make me able to cut off those things I need to cut off, God, so I can be fully devoted all yours. Lord, I thank you for how you accept me as I am and change me into a saint. And Lord, now I want to walk in your obedience under your direction. Father, we love you and we thank you. Amen. Amen. As you may remain standing, we open up the doors of the church. There's someone here today. There's someone here today. That wants Jesus to be their true vine. And they truly want to have much fruit. There's someone here today.